Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Yep, welcome back to another episode of the Beat School Podcast. I'm your host, Keo Ryan. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and I appreciate that. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your last time listening, I appreciate you sticking around. Uh, pretty much, this is the podcast where I jump into all things music production. Um, I'm a music producer. I've been making music for over 10 plus years, and now I run Beat School, which is an online community for music producers. You can check all of that out at kiaorion.com slash resources or beatschoolonline.com. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, whether you're tuning in on audio or video, uh, we're, we got a lot of questions today. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling groovy. Welcome to my new apartment. If it sounds like there's a lot of reverb, it's because there is. Uh, recently moved to Guadalajara. And so we are officially now um, in Mexico, settling in. I'm in this apartment for a few months, um, but hopefully the reverb isn't enough to stop the gems from being dropped. You feel me? Uh, but yeah, if you have a question you want answered on the next episode, please send it to me at Kia Orion everywhere on social or Kia at KiaOrion.com and I'll get to it. But with that, uh, we're going to jump into some music production questions today. A lot of these have to do, I think, with melodies and about music production in terms of when I was going through these questions. A lot of people are interested in melodies and also I think when it comes to inspiration about music production, people are often um, either, either I think they approach um, music production from a, a way that they come at it from a different angle is what I'm trying to say. So I'll jump into it. You see what I'm talking about. Uh, this first question is from Jamie1224. He says, what are, or she says, who knows, gender neutral out here. What are some bad pieces of advice or tips being given on beat tutorials? Jamie, there's a lot. I would say the first one is whenever someone gives you an ultimatum. So if somebody says, this is the only way to do it, or um, this is the right way to do it, they're wrong. There are a million ways to do things. Watch um, anything Timbaland does. That man doesn't know music theory. He's like making beats with his mouth. He's getting super creative. There's no one right way. There's no correct way. This is all the wild, wild west. So just know that going into it that... Um, You've got to find your own cell. There are ways to make things easier, but there's no one way to get there. Um, two two sides of the same coin, two sides of the same story. Million ways to uh, skin a cat. Another thing that I would say is, uh, depending on who it is, like, um, I don't see this a lot, but sometimes the advice are like, I think people get too fancy too fast. So they talk way, there are way too many tutorials on like super fancy stuff when, Oftentimes the basics, the fundamentals are going to get you 90% of the way there. And so I wouldn't say it's bad advice, but it is seeing, it's something that I do see happen often is people getting um, too fancy too fast. That's my fridge clicking on. Let me turn this off. Get out of here. Trying to interrupt the podcast. What you thinking, fridge? All right. The next question is, how do you feel about making hollow sounding beats? Hollow bodiless dome music. I'm talking about the trend of people EQing, um, low cutting, everything above XHZ and using it as necessary or rule in production. Um, what do you think about this? Does, is this a bad habit or is this just a trend that I'm seeing? Hollow sounding beats. I think this is a trend that was started by Drake and for pretty much what he's talking about is like that Drakey vibe when all of the, you can hear when a lot of the high end is kind of cut out because um, like 40 and that whole Drake, like Toronto sound made this really popular of kind of like that, like a moody 
pads with heavy drums, but there's not a whole lot of high end. And I think this is a popular trend and I dig it because I do, I do think it is now really trendy and a little bit played out, but I think there's an element to it where if you don't, if you aren't conscious about the high end, sometimes we get too carried away with the high end. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see producers make is not leaving room for a vocalist. And so they crowd the high end. So I actually, I think if you're starting out, this is a good kind of trend to hop on and follow because it'll help you at least understand how to carve out the high end for an artist. So something to think about. Um, this was submitted uh, by a friend. They said, um, she's Filipino. And she said, uh, shout out Lou one time. Uh, what would you advise a Filipino aspiring artist who wants to learn about music production from scratch? I'm very interested to learn about music production, but I have zero knowledge and I really don't know where to start. Thanks in advance. Okay. So this is tough. Um, and this is, her name is, uh, Daria and her IG is socially Daria. If you want to check it out. Um, Daria, this is a tough one because if you're starting from scratch, um, there's no shortcut. There are ways that you can make it easier, but if I were to go back, do it all over, that's the reason why I make this content is for people that are just starting out. If you're starting from scratch, the first thing you want to do is get your mind right. And that is to know this is take, this takes time. This takes effort. This is another thing. I'm gonna, uh, there's another question submit I'm going to get to. Um, and so if you can get your mind right and have fun with it and go in approaching it with a mindset that you're going to have fun, it'll be a lot easier. So if I were to start over, um, I would say, Get your mind right. No, it's going to be a long road. It's not forever, but dedicate at least a year or two years to this before know that it's going to take long before you get good. Know that it's going to be, you're going to have fun and it's going to be tough, but I would not focus a ton on music theory. I would not focus a ton on super advanced concepts. I would get to know your DAW. First of all, not, you don't need to know the whole thing. Get the basics of your DAW, whichever one you choose. I would recommend trying a few. The mistake that I made was I would choose one and stick with it too long. I would say choose FL Studio or Ableton, give them both a shot and see which one you like more and then stick with that one. Um, and focus on knowing the DAW enough so that you can start to like throw loops together and then just start to make a ton of beats. Like whatever that takes, and whether that's using a bunch of loops, whether you wanna create melodies from scratch, whatever that is for you, it depends, depends on the person, is if you're gonna start, if I were to start over, that's always my biggest recommendation is just make a ton of beats. Find beats that you like, find beats that you dig, and try to remake them, and try to make as many of them as possible. Like find things that inspire you, and then remake them and do it a lot and do it over and over. Do it every single day. Make a beat a day. And by the end of your first month, you have 30 beats, which is pretty crazy to think about compared to like spending an entire month on one beat. Um, I would focus there on getting to know your uh, DAW. And then I have a bunch of courses on Skillshare. You can get them all for free. Hit me up. I'll give them all to you for free. Um, and I would take some of my courses or other people's courses on simple mixing because a mix will really help you make better tracks. And if I were to start from scratch, I would come up with some sort of a game plan. This is what I put together. I also have a program. It's called Beat Bootcamp. And I walk people through. It's a, it's a one-month program. 
it's not from starting from scratch, but if you already have an idea of kind of how beats work, it takes you from, it's four weeks and it kind of, it, they build on each other. The concepts build on each other. Cause most of the times when people are getting into music production, it, you're, you're focusing all over the place and on fancy stuff. Like the key is really spend each week, say this week I'm really focusing on my mixes or I'm focusing on my drums or I'm focusing on, um, my high-end melodies or learning different effects, like whatever it is. And so have some sort of a plan or structure moving forward, like you would any instrument that kind of builds on the, the, the previous lesson. And just get to know your basics. Don't worry about plugins. Don't worry about buying fancy stuff. Get to know your DAW. Have a plan. Make a lot of beats. You got this. Next one. How do you construct harmonies? This one's by Wergerfebt. Interesting. I've been struggling to add backup vocal harmony tracks to my beats. I'm striving for R&B vocals similar to those on no-name tracks, sob, etc. They often feel unprofessional and empty. Any advice on making harmonies? This is an interesting question. Um, when it comes to vocals in tracks, uh, I think it depends on if you want to, um, how good of a singer you are, first of all. One of my favorite artists right now is one of my best homies. His name is Zen Boba. Um, check him out. And he has this, I love the way that he does his melodies, um, and his harmonies. So check out Zen Boba. You can hear the way that he layers them and it's like partly processed, but then also partly him singing them all. If you aren't a great singer, there are ways like vocal synth and some other like auto tunes, these different softwares that you can use to create these melodies. But if you want to have like real dope melodies, most of the time you're actually going to have to sing those shits. Um, so this is not my, my area of expertise, but I would say it doesn't have to be rocket science. Um, watch some tutorials on that. And I think that if you want to do harmonies, it, it's really dope. But I would also think about why. Like if, it, if you're having a hard time doing them and they feel unprofessional empty, think about maybe why you want to do them in the first place. Question everything. Okay, that should be my tagline. I like that, question everything. All right, though, I love this one. This one's not, this one, this is a terrible question, but I love this one. It's by Scree the Bag. He says, thoughts on my first bar. Goes like this. Stop them hard. Got blood on my white kicks. Call them red bottoms now. Ooh. Let's go, son. Got blood on my white kicks. Call them red bottoms now. I'm driving around. I dropped the bottom out. You don't understand the way that I drink. It's like I got a bottle mouth. I'm, I'm so hyped up. There's no way to talk him down. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll stop. Yo, so these, I find these so interesting. Why are we killing people still? It's 2020. Why do you have blood on your white shoes? And why are you posting this? on an internet forum. If you're a killer, I guarantee, I take it back, I don't guarantee, I'm 99.9% sure you're not killing people. There's no, Drake is the most popular artist in the world, we don't have to kill people anymore. Like, I don't understand that that fascination. Like, think about, think about Chance the Rapper, dude, he just dropped an album, he's one of the biggest rappers, it was about getting married. Like, when are we gonna learn we don't have to pretend like we need to kill people anymore? I'm just throwing it out there. Rap about shit in your real life. Be honest, be authentic, be true to self. The music will write itself. I'm not even going to talk about this because it's one of my favorite things to harp on and I could talk about this for an hour. 
Stop pretending that you're killing people and get off the internet. Okay, um, this one's by Shabander Boss. How to be funky. I make 90s hip-hop beats, but since I try not to use samples, it's hard for me to get the sound I want because my melodies always sound sad. When I try to make funky piano chords, it always sounds sad, which is what I want. I wonder if there are some ways to do this and make it sound funky. Yes, uh, Shabander Boss, get splice, period. Next question. No, I'm just kidding, but not really. Um, Splice is an amazing resource. There's no reason why you can't get authentic sounding orchestral or live instruments that sound super funky. There's so many. Go to Splice, search genre, funk, search whatever instrument you want. There will be tons. I, I love making funk tracks. I get funk. One of the dopest things about Splice is you get like real instrumentation. No like synth trumpet is ever going to sound like a real trumpet. It just doesn't have the same vibe. Go get a real trumpet or um, Output. Um, Arcade by Output is a great plug-in as well. They have a bunch of authentic instruments there. Get real live instruments that are copy copyright-free, royalty-free, like the Splice and through Output, and you're good to go. And you'll make amazing funk tracks. Stop making sad shit, bro. Go get some real trumpets, dog. Get some real trumpets. Make some funk. Let's get it. Uh, Kamachu, tips on how to improve melodies. I've recently completed my first beat, and that's cool and all, but I feel like my melody game is weak. What are some tips you can give me on how to improve them? I feel like drums will be fixed over time, and they're much easier to fix the melody. Interesting bias there. That's false. Uh, I may have a tough time coming up with a catchy tune. Let me know any piece of advice you have. Kamacho, how to improve your melodies? Practice, boy. Um, or you can not practice your melodies and just get dope melodies um i make shit melodies i'm gonna be honest with you um because it's just not it's not super important to me it's not something i love to do i don't get hyped up thinking about melodies what i do love is taking instruments taking samples taking loops chopping them up warping them manipulating them reversing them and making them sound really super dope so um i'm not i i still don't write a lot of melodies i'll be honest i'll add some little bells here and there i'll write my own bass lines um, I'll write my own like very like top end high simple melodies, but if it's a main melody or main instrument, most of the time, that's an instrument chopped up, straight up. That's an instrument. That's a vocal. That's something chopped up. Like, think about one of my favorite examples of this is um, "Pound Cake" by Drake and Jay. The lead instrument is just a vocal looped. Think about it. You ain't got to be good at melodies if you're good at chopping shit. All right. Um, posted by Zeebly. How do I make mel? This one's another melody one. How do I make melodies? I don't know what to do. I came up with a melody with my head. I recorded and it sounds good, but I don't know how to translate that into notes and such. Um, it's a sixteen note melody, so I should take so it's taking me like five minutes. How can I learn to create these melodies faster? Um, use Ableton and sing it slowly into Ableton, like the recording, and then right click that wave, uh, that audio form, and say convert to melody track. That's how you do it in less than five minutes. Next question. Um, this one's by Numa Kelvin. I'm coming up on my on my allotted time here. I'm trying to keep these uh, less than 15 minutes, but we've run it over. Hey, guys, I recently made a beat and want to send it out to artists. Which way or format should I send this beat? Um, uh, Numa Kelvin, uh, my biggest recommendation is DM. Like, connect with artists in the DM. Don't just send the link. DM and send them, like, a Google Drive link. Or if you have their email, email them the MP3s attached to the email. It depends. 
um, because everybody's going to be different, but um, it, it can be nice to be able to play beats over email and also at the same time though, DMing, a lot of artists are in their DM more than they are email because um, I'm an old man. I prefer email, but that's just me. Uh, I would recommend though, um, in when you send any beats out to people, have them the, send them the MP3, have your full name in the beat or your artist name, have the BPM of the beat and the key of the beat if possible. So mine might say um, Kia Orion, um, sunny day, 180 BPM, C sharp minor. So it's all right there. And then in the metadata, you want to have your phone number, contact information, or um, if you just send the beat over email, or whatever it is, if you, when you start sending beats out to artists or labels or whatever, always make sure that your contact information is in that joint because if they want it as easy as possible to contact you. Okay. And this is the, we got a few more and then we're getting out of here. What a thought. This one's by Bush, B. Bush. What are your thoughts on producers who use loops from sites like Looperman? I recently made some high quality beats from loops I found online, but I don't really feel proud of them because I didn't make the melodies myself. Is it frowned upon to make beats this way? No, it's not, bro. Go watch some genius breakdowns. Um, you'll see producers all the time collaborating with other producers, and they've sent each other loops. Boy Wonder, go listen to Diplomatic Immunity by Drake. This is my favorite example. It's Diplomatic Immunity by Drake. He's like, here's a loop that my buddy sent me. I pitched it down one semitone. I added these drums. That's the beat. That's a Drake beat, bro. Like, I don't, we, we feel like we have to create everything from scratch. I really don't understand. Um, well, I do understand because I felt that way along for a long time until you see that these, these huge songs are collaborations. Like, collaboration is what music is based on. Think about old school hip-hop producers, bro. Like, that's, it, it, it's built on sampling. Hip-hop is based on sampling. Those guys didn't play melodies out when they were, like, crate digging. You feel me? Like, sampling is fine. The key with the loops is make it your own if you can. Like, just playing and playing loops mm, might not be the best thing, but, like, take a loop warp it, reverse it, manipulate it, chop it, add effects to it. There's a bazillion things you can do to a loop. Go watch some videos by Hit Boy, Boy Wonder, Murder Beats. They all use loops that their homies send them and then they manipulate them and turn them into something really cool because they add their creative tone and creative effects to it. So um, don't feel like you have to make everything yourself, but it might be nice to do something more than just a simple, just plugging and playing loops. This one's by um, Veteran Blades. Popular? or unpopular opinion. I think for very small artists like myself, it's better to look for beats on YouTube or SoundCloud than spending hundreds of hours making your own beats for only 100 plays on Spotify. I think it's I don't think it's effective to spend countless hours perfecting beats um, when you don't get anything from it. Yes, I make beats. I made over 10 beats from the past few months. I just find it extremely inefficient. What do you think of that? Uh, Veteran Blade, I think you wrong, boy. Okay, so here's how I'd say I don't think you're wrong. I apologize for the insult for insulting you personally. I think you're coming at this from the wrong I will say that. That's strong. I think you're coming at this the wrong way, but I do. Um if you love making beats, it's not gonna feel like a waste of time. I've never been like, this is a waste of time making beats because it's what I love to do. If you're trying to make beats just to get your raps popping, maybe it is a waste of time because the, the market is so saturated. You can get amazing beats for free or for like 20 bucks a pop. So if you're just trying to be a rap superstar, don't make beats. If you love making beats, it's never going to feel inefficient to pursue something that you love. 
talk to any uh, martial artist, anyone who's who's achieved mastery at any skill, most of the time, unless they're like an Olympian and they have like deep trauma from their parents wanting them to be a champion, trying to live vicariously through them, um, then chances are they probably love what they do. Um, and that would be my recommendation. If you love making beats, make your beats, become a master at it, and then it's a lot more fun to rap over beats that are dope that you've made. But if that's not your intention, don't waste the time. Get a specialist, outsource your production. If you just want to focus on your rapping or whatever, I'm totally behind that. So I understand if it seems harsh, but it's the truth. Maybe you just don't have a passion for it, Barrel. 10 beats in the past few months, I'd say you probably don't have a passion for it. I'll be real. It's almost, almost compulsive. Like I have to make beats or I don't feel like I'm a like real person. So something to think about. But those are all the questions for today, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. If you want your question answered, I already told you where to get it, dog, at Kia Orion. If you want my freebies, if you want sample packs, drum kits, free courses, master classes, you can get it all at theproducervault.com or... Check my shit out. Beat School Online. Join up on the community. Super stoked to have you there. Got any questions, send them at me. Let's get it. Thanks for tuning in. I'll check you on the next one. Peace.